Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Lawful Stupid. We are beyond delighted that you're here. Quick admin note before you get into the podcast. Uh, we had some audio issues early on. It's our first podcast and we had quite a bit of learning to do. Um, we fixed those. Our audio is a lot better now. So if you're the kind of person who's really particular about their audio, you're going to jump on over to episode 21. It's a recap of our first 20 episodes. You'll get all the lore all the goodies, all the pertinent story information you need to move forward with episode 22, which is where our audio quality really picks up. So if that's the kind of person you are, hop on over to episode 21, get that recap. If you don't mind the audio quality so much, just buckle in and enjoy, because here we go. Ah, travelers, have a seat by the fire. I'll tell you a story. Story of adventure, magic, and legend. I'll tell you the story of Rowan, the bard, and the journey for his song. Chris, the silver serpent of silence, the tiefling sorcerer who was plunged in exile, and Atlas, the white orc. Abandoned by his people and forged in destiny. Let me tell you where it all began. We find ourselves with the sun high in the sky over the town of Oxbane. Oxbane is a coastal town in the region of Orenthal. The town is bustling with activity, and the stage is set on our adventurer Atlas. It's midday, and we find Atlas working away at the golden hammer. The sound of hammers clanking on iron, and the hiss of steam as water cools the molten metal. Hey Atlas, uh, what are you working on at the forge? Like In a day-to-day, what would something that you would be working on what would your goal be uh well actually in a town that i'm in more often than not i could be working on some farm tools or farm equipment uh, being in a small town so that'll kind of be some of the stuff i do but i do have people who come through um who kind of know of the renown that i have that was passed down to me of building some weapons but more often not farm equipment okay so you're building farm equipment so Working on some rakes, some shovels, plows, that kind of thing. Like for 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 oxen, or just an ox. There's only one ox in the whole town. There's no, I don't, I don't think that's Actually, canon. This town is the bane of oxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Every time they come in, they just straight up. No, sorry, we got we got one. Every other one gets the uh, the American Gods treatment. Mm. But what are you gonna do? Okay. Cool. So you're you're working on <laughs> you're working on some farm equipment. Uh, Yark Renhand 
comes from the front of the shop back into the foundry where you are. Yarg Rinhand is half orc and half dwarf. He has a thick, bushy beard tied in knots. His beard is black. It's something I don't have at the moment. Yeah. His beard is black and covered in soot. He has orc ears and a stubby dwarven nose. He has piercing blue eyes and stands six foot tall. He says, Hey, boy, there's someone here for you. As Yarg Rinhand says that, the patron appears in the doorway. You recognize the patron as Henry, your adopted father. You can immediately see his distressed. The look on his face is that of a man in dire straits. Uh, Devin, how often would you, or uh, Atlas, excuse me, how often would you say you visit your parents? I don't get back to the town that I was raised in very often, but Henry and I do meet uh, about every other week or so, at least maybe once a week on good, good weeks when we transport these goods that we transport. So about once a week, it's the average. So it's not really strange for Atlas to see his father then? It is in my village. Okay. It would be if he comes to where I am. Okay. Yeah, so he's super in the doorway and looks upset. Oh, well, what are you doing here, Henry? What, what brings you here? <laughs> that says a lot about your relationship with your father. Um, yeah, so he, he like doesn't look at you in the eyes. And he says, um, we were making a trip to town. Uh, we were going to sell some crops from the farm. And that's when we were attacked by bandits. Oh, what do these bandits look like? Uh, I mean, are you, uh, are you in trouble now? Are you running from someone? Or what, what is going on? Uh, well, they took your mother. They attacked the where? car. I, I don't know. I can only tell you where they attacked us. They didn't take me, and I came here because I knew you would be able to help. They attacked. I tell him, uh, Henry, come inside, take a seat, let me grab my things, and we're going. And so immediately, I would, I would do that. Like, he would come inside, maybe just, I would even try to console him. I'm just not that kind of guy. I would get him a drink. I'm going to start packing my stuff. Um, do I have to tell Yarg that I'm leaving? Uh, I mean, this is up to He's you, kinda, This is, I mean. You work there. You can choose to lead whatever life you want. Like, okay. I would like to have like pack my things. Okay. Uh, weapons, of course, like full, full, full battle arraignment. Sure. Run out to Yog and say, Yog, uh, it's a family matters. I gotta go. Henry says my mother's been attacked. I'll be back when I can get back. Keep my wages for for this week. I know I've worked, but keep the wages. Do what you want with it. I'll be back. So I like to think that Yarg like looks at you, kind of scrutinizes you a minute, and looks over to a pile of shovels that you've made, and he goes, "Oh, well, uh, they're not exactly selling like hotcakes, so I uh, think we'll be okay. Just uh, take care of your business and come back." I just, just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Be careful. Hope things are good with your family. Like now he Have says, "My things and I leave." <laughs> To my face, he says, "You made crappy shovels." But then, like, no, he didn't say that. He just said they weren't selling. Like you chose to make farm equipment. Like what do you want from me? You work at the Golden Hammer. People come in for weapons and armor, and you go shovel. I do not go shovel. He just needs you. 
Farm yeah, equipment? So that's, that's what I do. I desperately I... need a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> I need a shovel. <laughs> you I do got a dig for dairy. People need shovels. Uh, no, I don't think that's a key requirement. Um, okay, so I think you need, you need a mace. I've got a really flat mace. So I think you you go back to um, your like area where you were packing, where Henry's still sitting, um, and he says, uh, I, I, I don't know that we can do it alone. Uh, there were so well, many of them. Well, how many do you? I mean, what? Tell me what exactly what you remember. Okay. In your haste to get out. And he like wipes his forehead, and he says, "Okay, so your mother and I, we were traveling down the road uh, southwest of here, and we were just talking like we do. Uh, and out of nowhere, I was struck, and." As I got up from the cart, I noticed that there were like uh, six, maybe seven. No, it could have been nine. There were a lot of them. There were certainly more than I could take. And they grabbed your mom and they ran. I don't, I don't know what they want, but they took the stuff in the cart. I, I just don't understand why they would attack us. We've made this trip time and time again. How far from here was the attack? Uh, uh, a few hours walk. We weren't far. We were still in the woods, but I mean, it, it wouldn't have been that much longer for us to be in the open clear in front of the town. Take me there, Henry. Take me there. Uh, listen, Alice, my boy, I trust you. You're different. Um... But I just don't know that that's enough. Maybe we should go to the Red Roof Inn and get some help. <laughs> on the Red Roof Inn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> I'll take 12. <laughs> I can go Best grab a shovel and go to the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to help. You might want to bring more than one shovel. <laughs> well, uh, what's our help going to use to dig the trenches? All right, so I will I will listen to the words, the wisdom that Henry has to offer, and uh, we'll go to the Red Roof Inn. Uh, okay. So you're going to we're going to go to the local inn, the the Motel Six. <laughs> Who, who's keeping the light on for us? <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know what's funny about that is, I remember riding Red Roof in and going, "Cool, we'll denote we'll denote it by some red roof." And then I went, "Hmm, that's good." And I came back to him and went, "I've seen this before." <laughs> and started cracking, yesterday on your way crack, to work. No, I was, I cracked myself up thinking. This would make sense. And then coming back to it and going, that's an actual fucking place, but it's staying. <laughs> it's canon uh, now. Oh, maybe we can get some sponsorship. Oh, yeah. Red Roof Inn. Yep. Put in, put in the uh, lawful stupid coupon code to get 10% off your stay. Overnight. No, no, 10%. They got to put it in. And then Red Roof Inn will just contact us via Instagram and say, hey, quit telling people to use a coupon code. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work. work. <laughs> We're getting pissed off. Um, yeah, alright, so you, uh, you begin to make your way that way, and as you guys are heading towards the Red Roof Inn, 
Um, we're gonna switch over to uh, Chris and Rowan. Um, so Chris and Rowan sailed together, or sailed on the same boat, the town of Oxbane, on the same merchant ship titled the Black Raven. The Black Raven is a swift ship with a thick hull, painted, ba- pla- painted black across its bow and stern. Its sails are also dyed black. It has a reputation for getting out of sticky situation, which is what led both of your characters to find passage on the Black Raven. You two saw each other on the ship, but didn't particularly interact. How do you think you spent your time on the ship, Chris? Uh, I was probably, like, uh, reading. Okay. You're such a uh, social person. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm a bit of a recluse. I probably didn't leave my, uh, I do have a cabin. I assume I have a cabin. Yeah, you have a room. Yeah, I assume that in my room, I would I would spend most of the time in there reading. I I, I would come out and you know stare uh, kind of wistfully at the sea, occasion. Just and hoping, hoping somebody uh, Titanic's um, you, right? Like, no, well, I would basically just like come out every time I needed uh, more wine, which would be I don't know, like every five seconds, uh, every every couple hours. I'd be like, Ooh, more wine time. I feel like uh I feel like at the end of your trip someone like comes to you and goes, Listen, look, there was a thing, you get so much a day. You wrecked that. So like rental car mileage, we're gonna have to even up because you did way more than your share. Um, okay, cool. So um you read in your room and then um practice poetry across the ocean. Sweet. Uh <laughs> Rowan, what do you think you did on the ship? Oh, the exact opposite. Like okay. fucking talking to everybody assuming that just playing my music is how i bartered on the ship in the first place that's how i imagined actually is that you paid for your room with um performances Sweet yeah lullaby. and then you played music too so yeah that's, oh. that's, that's kind of my thing okay plus the other thing cool so the ship uh has docked at the uh the docks if you will and that's uh, on the uh, east d- just, just so I, I was there, right? What instrument does does he play? A violin or a viol, per the D and D things. But it's a violin. Yeah, nailed it. And he also carries around a portable hickory stump as well. But that's for later. Boy, let me tell you. Yeah. So on, the, you come into this dock, and you guys are on the eastern side of town, which is where the sea is, the coast of the town is. Um, on your way in, you pass a giant, uh, giant's a strong word, but a, um, uh, a ten-story tall lighthouse-esque style building. Um, nobody calls it the lighthouse in the town, but it certainly resembles that uh, for what you guys would assume it to be. Um, so the pair of you disbar- disembark onto the dock and see the fish market. The ship begins unloading cargo, and the city's hustle and bustle begins to swallow your senses. You can hear the dull murmur of people talking in the distance, the chopping of knives against wood, and the sound of fish being packed on ice. While you both have your reasons for coming to Oxbane that are your own, you both arrive together on these docks. You're located on the docks, which is the eastern point of the town. Oxbane is a coastal town, which I've already said before. In the distance, you can see the docks merge into the marketplace itself. From where you stand, you can see the signs of shops, such as the Golden Hammer, the Golden Buckle, Two gnomes, one flask, and the Red Roof Inn, denoted by its red roof. See? Uh, what do you guys want to do? 
First off, did you say two gnomes, one flask? You did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Super <laughs> shop. Boom. I'm going to need a moment to digest that and decide. Please, please go there. I want to know what's going on. That's where I'm about to buy healing potions later for sure. But uh, I, I, I guess feel out of place like chris feels out of place here like he keeps like trying to reach and grab like his his trunks and all this is his belongings uh and then quickly realizing that he doesn't have them because he pawned them to get passage on the ship um so really just he's got the clothes on his back um i i, I guess i would have came here for um to try to ingratiate myself as maybe a, a page in some sort of middle school like that's kind of my wheelhouse um but before i do that I definitely need to gather some information. So I guess I'll scan the uh, the cityscape, um, looking for the telltale red roof, which obviously denotes <laughs> an inn in this in this uh, in this world. I'm just like, find it. Well, that's now canon, uh, Shane, because that's uh, it's like a beautiful idea that I did not Thank come you. up with, and now it's yeah, it's canon. But a red roof, like there are no red roofs in my world now. The only time Except it's a red for... roof, it's considered an inn. Yeah, no, I love this. Yeah. But this is the original Red Roof Inn. The, the, right, the right. HQ. This is, this is the first. This yeah. is the start of the franchise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, so seeing that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head there. Uh, I want to get some information. You know, I don't want to walk into this situation blind. So okay. that's the best information place that I know of would be the Red Roof Inn. Yeah. So no. go there. Good. All right. All right, so you're heading towards the Red Roof Inn. Um, it's uh, easily spotted from where you are. And I... All right, cool. Because Which, you can uh, pick out the red roof so clearly. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, you are you do Very walk across, um, you know, the majority of the town to do that because it's on the northern side. Um, but just the way it, how it stands, because it is three stories high, um, you know, you can see it from where you are. Um, so in doing so, you know, you kind of cross over a river and a bridge, and you pass this big castle. Um, you also pass on the eastern side the the farmlands that uh, with the windmills and the plantation housing um, that kind of you can tell like this is what feeds the town allows it to uh, sustain itself without having to do a lot of export import. Um, but yeah, you make it to the Red Roof Inn, uh, and we'll sync up on that in a second. Uh, what do you want to do, Rowan? I'm gonna do the same thing, but I'm gonna steal one of those fish along the way. Uh, yeah, man. I need you to do a uh, slide of hand check, for sure. Slide of hand check, first so, of all. And so it begins. And so it begins. begins. We may only be a two-man party soon. Uh, no, it's a 23. Okay, hold on. I'm an urchin. That's how I live. Yeah, I mean, you could just, like, play music for meals, but no, steal that fish, dog. Slip that yeah, cold fish in your pocket. Look, I could. <laughs> explain that I have set up in my uh, area, I've set up a rule book, notes, um, all my quick notes, the recording software, Skype, my microphone, my webcam. Didn't grab dice. So I had to go <laughs> grab don't dice. Yeah, don't need those. Okay, so you're 23. Um, and the shop owner's just going to roll a perception check against you. Uh, yeah, man, you grab a fish. Oh. What kind of fish is it? What kind of fish do you take? A delicious no, one. The dolphin. You, yeah, it's a shark. It's a giant shark. He just shoves that in the mouth. Oh, yeah. No, it's, you know, it's like a, something that would be resembling like cod or catfish or something like that. It's a basic oh, thing. Wow. I think it would be cod. Yeah, something more basic. This is oh, not like cool. catfish area. So you just like catfish. shove that in your back? 
No, just like kind of put it in my coat real quick and just keep going on. Like nothing even happened. Just like, what's that? Sure, no, that's Slip. fair. All right, cool. That so fish you... is huge. How much is that one? Slip. Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> fair. Uh, so okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys are heading to the red roof then. Um, and I I think it goes separately. Uh, but you see the same things. Uh, he's he pauses to steal a fish. But for yeah, sure. Yeah, to like sure. talk to the guy. Like, oh man, look at that. How long did it take you to catch that one? And then point to one far back, and then when he looks, like, snatch it really quick. Um, okay, cool. So while you guys are on your way there, uh, Atlas and Henry, as they approach the door to the Red Roof Inn, Henry uh, kind of puts his hand on Atlas and says, uh, I don't have any gold. It was in the cart. Uh, so I rolled for my character to have gold. Do I have that roll of gold, or is there a certain amount you want us to have? Uh, you, if you, so, um, if you point ball, you, you, whatever the book says, right? Like, I didn't, I assumed that you either did starting equipment and your background character setup gave you some gold, or you did the buy system. I have, I have 15 gold for background. <clears throat> okay. So well, that's, I mean, that's you what could, I've got. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So he kind of says, look, there was gold in the cart. So, you know, we could ask and say, like, hey, there's gold. If we get, you know, your mom back, because obviously wherever she is, the gold is, too. Uh, I just don't have any on hand. I'll do whatever it takes to get it back. But you need to be the man to do the talking because I will lose my temper. Uh, I'm very familiar with that. Oh, we have many a broken carts back at the farm because uh, it's, it's okay though. I love you. I'm, I'm a different man. Not really. But anyways, uh, yes. Henry, you just lead the way and I will follow. My okay. axe will do the talking. So I think he, uh, he, I think he goes in and he um, walks over to the barkeep and kind of has a conversation with them about, you know, hey, uh, where are the mercenaries? Uh, I'm going to try my best not to have fucking conversations with myself. So anytime I can use exposition to avoid that, I will. Um, so I think he has a conversation with the bartender and the, the barkeep kind of says like, Hey, yeah, that group over there in the corner, they seem to be adventuring types. And so, um, Henry sits down and motions for you to join him. And you guys begin discussing with a group of adventurers. Um, he says, uh, he says, um, I just, and that's when they took her. All I need is a couple other of you to help my son and I, and we'll get her back. And they look at him and they say, um, you know, uh, um, half orc looks at them and says, uh, I mean, hurting's my game, but it's going to cost you gold. And I slam my fist down and look him straight in the eyes and say, how much you want, half orc? He, like, looks at you and he says, you're not good with the words, are you, full blood? I slam my fist even harder this time. Does he have a beer, like, near him? A drink? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure why. He's in a bar. Of course he does. I will chug that because I, like, this guy just immediately like make, thinks he's he's better than me, and he's not. I'm gonna chug his beer, throw it across the room. Sure. Say, um. I said how much. Cool. Gold. Uh, can you roll a strength or acrobatic check, or an athletics or acrobatic check for me, please? 
Definitely just gonna be a straight up strength. Athletics or acrobatics is your up. Athletics is based on strength, so probably go with that one. Yeah, for sure. Twenty-one. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, so he like grabs at your chest and like is able to grab your shirt. <laughs> yeah, your shirt. Um, I'm not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Uh, you have no shirt on whatsoever. I don't wear a shirt. <laughs> it's Let me re-roll that roll. Sensitive nipples. Did the not shirt save me? Uh, yeah, it did actually. Disadvantage um, for grappling. Yeah, because he went for the shirt, right? Like, or he went to like grab you. Um, and I guess because there's no shirt, he went to like grab you by the shoulder. So he goes to like grab, and you just kind of um shrug it off. As he like goes to get a grip, and he goes, "Oh, all right, we're gonna do it this way then. I'll have gold. I'll you'll give me a piece of gold for my drink." Uh, I yell over to Baki if he can hear me. If I'm within, I'm just shouting. Yeah, sure, shout. Yeah, he kind of looks at you, kind of like I don't have all day kind of motion. How much for one of these these tankards? I just chug down. He, like, looks at that half-orc. Uh, a gold? And what you don't see is, on the other end, the guy's just giving him the one. Like, just one. Can I, well, let me roll, like, perception for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll roll slide a hand. I mean, you're looking the other direction, Devin, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not great. It's, uh... It's 11. <laughs> yeah. No, you super don't see it. I mean, I mean Henry does. You know, he also didn't want to start a fight with the people he wanted to hire, so. I say, listen, <coughs> I'm sorry I was a little heated. Here's your gold. We need your help. You're half orc. You look like you can fight. I need you. Uh, so as you're having that conversation, Chris and Rowan, you guys kind of walk into the bar. Um, and you walk into the inn, and, you know, it's a standard inn. Um, Tables everywhere, barkeep, uh, stairs in the back heading up towards rooms. And the half-orc says, Like I said, we value gold. I understand that you have gold missing, and that it would be part of the job is recovering, and we would get a piece of that. But it's going to be 20 gold per me and my buddies, just for us to go. <laughs> We're successful. We can hear that as we walk in. Oh, yeah, it's super elevated. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the mood in here? Uh, it, it, was, it was. Is um, everybody staring at the scuffle? Imagine, like, you know, like when you go into, like, a red lobster and everybody's just chilling, eating on their lobster, and everybody's regretting their life choice. Um, mm -hmm. But it's in a calm way. Well, now there's a disturbance. Imagine, a, like, a waiter dropped red lobster, and so there's a mix of uh, mm. interest and uh, fear. Because they're worried that their lobster was dropped before they ate it. So that's uh, question. Dwayne, I just was a... my... Oh, go ahead. I just want to remind Dwayne of a quick canonical fact that he may have forgot to tell the viewers. Um, as the original um, Red Roof Inn um, in this um, harbor town, in this very seafaring town, it is colloquially known as the Red Lobster. That's true. It is. It is. It is the, the Red Roof I always wonder... Lobster. I wanted Does to remind you, you that that's that true. No, that's that's true. I, you uh, you did. Oh, I appreciate great. you uh, bringing that up, just so the the, the listeners can uh, get the same level of immersion that we have. 
yeah, so you guys super hear that, and it it is super awkward. I mean, the the bartender is not looking that direction at all. Um, everybody else like is giving it the side eye, like you know, look but don't look kind of situation. Well, I, I want to just like immediately be like twenty fucking gold <laughs> for them a piece, a piece. <laughs> uh, so the orc super looks your direction, or the half orc looks your direction, and goes, "Yeah, a piece." You think fucking highly of yourself, don't you? I do. Well, then I see you're as smart as you are pretty. <laughs> well, thanks. No. <laughs> and the elf sitting next to him who's his buddy is looking at him like and then he taps him and he goes you know that's an insult right and he like looks at it looks at his friend no he said I'm smart and pretty did you hear him <laughs> that's not... <laughs> uh, dude that's okay yeah no that's yeah you're you're, you're right Craig <laughs> no 100 100 just like always Craig um yeah, like, I've, I've definitely got to walk up to this and be like, there's no fucking way. That's, that's what our raid is. We're adventurers. We don't come cheap. What are they trying to fucking charge us so much for? Uh, well, I'm trying to find my mother. Like, that's that's it. Hands down, she was taken by some bandits, I perceive. My father, Henry, could probably have more details. I, I just need some help. I mean, I'm, I'm a fighter. I could take three or four myself. I so just Henry, like, places his hand on your shoulder um, and kind of says, Listen, my wife and I were attacked by some bandits in the woods, and there's just a lot of them. And while my son is a capable fighter, I, I don't know that it's enough, and I would hate for him to get injured trying to rescue his mother. Well, I can assure you I'm worth more than both of these fucking tallywalkers, and I'll help you for free. You would do that for a stranger. That's no problem off my back. All right. All right. I'm speechless at first. I'm just like staring at him because I can't believe that somebody in this like this time would be just this nice. And even if even if he has like some ulterior motive, like I'm just too dumb to realize it. Yep, that's for <laughs> sure. So the orc, uh, the the half orc Craig. Um, which I need to open up my notes. <laughs> uh, the half-orc Craig kind of says, uh, well, uh, good luck with the pretty boy. And he goes, we've got things to do. And him, the elf, and the dwarf march out. I'll tell you they got some things to do. And I make a very rude gesture. Uh, do you do that after he leaves or as he's walking out? Oh, either or. Uh, it's really your decision. I would definitely do it in front of them. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so as you do that, um, he, you make a rude gesture at him. Uh, he kind of like turns, and he does like one of those like um, where he like kind of lunges at you. He does like a pump fake at you. Oh, that if you're feeling froggy, then leap. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, he's gonna roll like an intimidation check against you. Don't flinch. To don't see flinch. if you flinch. Alright, what do I roll against it? Uh, well, I mean, uh, gotta roll pretty poorly, because per my usual. Um, for an intimidation, I think it's, uh, wisdom, I believe? I'm looking it up right now. Intimidation. It's charisma. It's char yeah, he uses well, charisma. He uses charisma against it. 
normally you don't do that. Oh, you do insight. This is a, we're gonna do insight because um, fuck it. Well, I mean, deception's right above it, and insight seemed. Uh, let's do constitution. That sounds way more realistic. I've never ran an intimidation check against a player, but I felt like hitting you was too much. That's fair. So do a constitution check against his roll. It's a fourteen. Plus, you super uh, is it a constitution saver. Uh, no, we'll just do. Well, we'll just do a check. Um, okay. You, so he like pump fakes, and you just stolen cold sand. Like you don't move, you don't change your status at all. He's like, oh, don't worry, boy. I was talking about your stuff in a coin purse. You're gonna go make some money somewhere else. Don't fret. And uh, the the dwarf just starts shoving his friend. He's he's not worth it, Craig. He's not worth it, man. Let's let's go. Let's go before the the minstrels get here, man. Let's go. Minstrels? Eh? Before the musicians show up and start singing songs and telling stories? That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Chris, while this is all going down? Oh, super not involved in that scenario. Um, I'm gonna try to find who, who looks best dressed in this whole tavern. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked that. That is awesome. So, best dressed in this whole tavern is going to be, um, she's a, uh, she's a gnome, she has long purple hair going down her back, she's beautiful, even non-gnomes find her attractive, and she is known to catch the eye of plenty of men. Is her long hair like normal, normal people's hair? Like I mean, that length. No, no, no. It's, it's just like long, long for her. gnomes. <laughs> yeah. And she's she's in nice clothing. Um, she's actually in a dress, uh, which is rare. Uh, if you look around the tavern, she's clearly the only one in a dress. Okay. Uh, I'm going to approach her. I'm gonna offer offer like a um, like curt, like a, like a like a nice sharp little bow, like not like a deep like ingratiating for bow, sure. but just like a just like a greeting, a, like a like a, like a little bit more than nod of the head. A respectful greeting, you know. That's cool. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, lady, no. I I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you respecting my race. You could just call me Lady Trestle. Uh, lady Lady Trestle, then. Uh, my name is Kristoff. It is a pleasure to meet. Uh, well, I I guess it is a pleasure to meet me. Um, Christoph, are you new? I don't believe I've seen you in town. Yes, I I've just sailed in upon the Black Raven. Oh, ah, uh, interesting. Why the Black Raven? Uh, she has a a bit of a reputation for being able to get through troubled waters and. That sort of thing. Yes, the Black Raven does have a bit of a reputation. Interesting. What can I do for you, Christoph? Well, I, I can tell immediately just by looking at you that you are uh, a cut above the rest. Uh, shall we say? And I kind of give her like a knowing look, like, right? Uh, right? Yes, no, that's... Um, it, it comes with being the wife of the, the, the town leader. Yes, that's true. Uh, just as a bit of background, the town leader's name is... You don't know that, you just came to the town. Yes, but I have the noble background, and as such, I would have 
some insight as per the nobility of the local region. Okay, um, yeah. Not intimate details, but I would know his name. I would know, like, from court gossip. No, that's fair. I'm going to find his name in my... Uh, you would know that his name is uh, listed on all documents that you've seen as Magister Tressel. Okay, very good. Say, ah, oh, yes, my lady. Uh, it's very fortuitous that I've, that I've met you here. Uh, first is of all, can I, can I get you anything to drink? She, like, holds up her uh, goblet, which is much nicer. Clearly not something the Red Roof Inn has provided her. And, and oh, so <laughs> fill this with your finest will, peasant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's, I, while I do appreciate the offer, sir, I have my own drink. Oh, very good. Uh, I, I'm going to just gesture at the, at the barkeep uh, wildly. I was assuming knows what that means. Uh, he looks at you with a mix of apprehension and uh, interest and um, waves you over. And I'd like wave him over. And he like waves you back over. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, red wine. And he goes, got it. And sits red wine on the bar. I walk over and get it. And he looks at you as you, as you get it. He goes, you can come to the bar for the drink. I don't serve tables. I understand that now. Okay, I'll have... I'll have, uh... Gold seems like a lot for wine. Uh, you give him change. Fuck it. You give... He, like, picks lint off your wooden nickels and shit. Um, so, evens up. I'm not gonna make you guys pay for drinks unless it's, like, stupid expensive or something. That's tedious. Let's all get out. So, you, you go back over with your red wine. And I, I walked in and I say, uh, well, lady, trust me, I sit. I, I suppose. I sit down and I, uh, I, 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 I'm dropping kind of some pretense. I'm going to speak to her. I'm going to shoot straight. Well, lady, I've come here to seek employment with your fine husband. Hmm. Well, I guess that really depends on what you can offer him. Uh, well, I'm a man of uh, some some noble blood. I'm not uh, of of common breeding like some of the, uh, the the local resources you have here. I would very much uh, as you uh, as you say that. Um, just for context, you notice as you say common breeding, her face kind of turns down at that a little bit. Uh, not that there's anything wrong <laughs> with just, that. I'm just trying to give you context, right? The heart wants what it wants, I understand. Um, but I would be uh, amiable for, for a page position or any sort of... Uh, if you needed a scribe, I, I could you know, offer those talents. Uh, I'm very well read. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm here to support in, in any way that, that your husband might need. Hmm. I, I, well, you know, I don't know that he needs those things. Well, we're quite all red, even well read, even for uh, she looks around for us common races. Uh, but I suppose you could stop by the castle tomorrow and see if he needs anything. He holds session like any good magister once a week, 
for people to bring grievances or requests. I thank you very kindly for your knowledge, lady. Um, however, it's 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 of the the utmost importance that I I find stable footing here, and, and as such, any aid you could offer, if you if you just some insight into. I'm a man of many talents. If you knew anything that your husband needed or that he would look upon favorably to uh, mm. to, to give me any sort of advantage, I, I would be eternally grateful. She looks you over with a keen eye for a moment. Uh, she's like, the way... Roll a perception check. Okay. I'm getting my dots out. <laughs> hey! Let's play D&D, boys. It's no longer yeah. just theater acting. We can roll. Now we can roll <laughs> dice and play the game. Lucky lady tonight. Uh, that is a natural 20. First roll. First roll of the podcast. Natural 20. Yeah, you can uh, do third roll, but... Um, okay. So, first roll, um, first roll. You notice that when she says uh, that... Um, she knows how she... As you say that, um, she has like this devious looking smile when you say that. Mm. And she says, actually... Hmm. How are you with... Odd fellows. Ah, uh, you'd have to be more specific, my lady. Those who don't quite have, you know, those who uh, one one stick short of a bushel, if you will. Are we talking about the the, the insane? I it's uh, I would never call him. I would never call him insane. That's quite rude. I think that lacks respect for his station. Uh, but I, I just ask I how you handle that. We have a um, somewhat of a high-born station who may or may not be the most equipped to perform that role. Well, he has certainly importance to the town, but yes, he has his moments of instability, if you will. Well, I've dabbled in... Uh, the treating of uh, people, those the, those who are malaligned. Uh, my mother, uh, she grew ill, and uh, as a as a result, had a similar situation. Um, it, it depends on how you'd want the issue resolved. Uh, well, I'm not looking for a resolution as much as I am someone to uh, collect information. That could be something that I could arrange. I, I, uh, I've got quite, I've got two ears, good for listening, yes? Yes, but I need someone who can muddle through the static, if you will. I should be able to do that if I know exactly what you're getting at <laughs> and would be more than happy to assist. Um, assuming, of course, someone who assisted you in a task such as this. Could expect your favor come sessions. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she looks at you with a little with contempt that you are forward enough to uh, expect a favor, right? And uh, she says, "How about we just see how well you do?" And she begins to look at her nails as you, um, as she says that. Lady, I, I have the sense that people don't tell you no very often, but I am not, as I have said before, 
uh, a common man. And my services rendered are due a reasonable, acceptable compensation. So if you're looking for a stooge, I'm afraid that that's just not the kind of help that I could offer either you or your husband. Uh, listen, Mr. Shindo, I like didn't, you. Didn't say my name. I like you. I'm quite well read of noble validity, and I'm familiar with the turmoil going on in the kingdom of silence. So I would assume that you not try to play me the stooge. I'm very aware oh well of I'm wow, tongue twister. I'm very aware of your station, sir. Unless there are multiple tiefling running around with birthmarks such as yours. No, I am indeed Kristoff Shindo of Silence, but I'm afraid that your news may have been traveling a little bit more slowly than you would like. I have nothing to do with the politics of silence, and frankly, that's all I want to hear on that matter, is silence. Hmm. I understand. And she gets up and walks away. That's fair. <laughs> you, you told the lady of the town to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna drink one. Put it in like the nicest way possible. Yeah. Oh, super well. All up until he said silence. Like you were so good until you gave her the polite shut the fuck up. Yeah, but yeah. that wordplay was so good. How could he not? It was clever. It was. It called to me. No, yeah. I. Uh... And as I've she gotta, storms I've... out, you notice the barkeep looked way more relaxed as she leaves. I like... I'm gonna drink wine. Okay. Um, uh, so Henry, Henry says to um, you, Alice, look, I think we just... I mean, maybe we get a couple more guys. Uh, I mean, I don't... I don't know about you, sir. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. And he motions to you, um, Rowan. Oh, you can call me Rowan. All my closest friends do. Uh, well, I... Thank you. Um, Rowan, but I don't... What sort of abilities do you have? Oh, all of them. I'm great at everything. Don't oh. worry about it. Uh, okay, I guess I guess we don't need a third person Sh then. Show him your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're saying there's a bunch of them, we could maybe use another one. I, I help while I can. Um, why don't you ask the fancy one? Yes, well, uh, uh, I run over immediately. Like, I know who he's pointing to. Like, yeah. I'm not hesitating. Okay. Yeah, like, I saw him on the ship. He looks like he can handle booze. And if you can handle that much booze, you can probably handle a couple of men. And I run, so I run over to him. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I, do, I don't mean to bother you. But your friend said he came in on a ship with you and says you're a capable fighter, probably. Would you be willing uh, to help us? <laughs> we need to go so, now. <laughs> I don't really. I'm not much of a of a marshalman. Uh, Two gold. I uh, that's a, that's as much as two drinks, I guess. Um, I kind of like. Reach I mean, that's multiple my... drinks. I think we've I, we've made. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. no, the other guy made it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Earlier, yeah. Uh, I, I reach into my coat and uh, I pull out a, a map 
of the surrounding area. And I uh I can kind of see the the fiefdoms and the and the kingdoms and like I take out a, a piece of charcoal and I put a big X over uh Oxbane. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, like I'm kind of falling. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, the next town is going to be, I'm going to get like a chariot and have expenses. Um, I, I do have some abilities that might, uh, might be useful uh, in dealing with ruffians. Uh, I, could, I could assist for 10 gold. Don't. Consider it done. Too easy. And I, you I should get it after your help. I'll give, you, I'll give you five now and five when the task is complete. We just need to go now. Uh, fair deal. And I shake his hand. And I give him five gold. He runs out of the bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Not again. <laughs> um, so Henry sees the exchange and he says uh, to you, Rowan, well, uh, th- if that guy's in, I guess we should hurry. Well, if we should hurry, then what are we waiting around for? Let's go grab him and get going. Listen. Oh, yes, right. I agree, um, but there's a lot of them, and there's four of us, and I'm not a good fighter. Um, I don't know. Are we, do you guys need anything before we go? I mean, quickly is better. Do you have your well, weapons? Why are you saying that if we need to go, and then you keep talking? It doesn't work like that. You say we need to go, then we need to go, and we're going. I'm not a, I'm not a great man with words. Um, just a quick look around. Um... Neither of you appears to be clergy or clerics or any sort of uh, sort of healer type. Um, perhaps it would be prudent to acquire some uh, potion. I look at her and I go, what are you saying, man? Just say it. Oh, potion. We should buy some fucking potions. I believe that is correct. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, uh... So, Devin, uh, or Atlas, you are, um, aware that there's obviously a poke shop. You guys saw the, um, sign for the... I believe I saw two yeah. gnomes in a flask. I saw that sign. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, Notes you guys... by a blue roof. You guys, uh, no. Uh, you guys head on out, um, to the two gnomes, one flask. Um... So you guys walk into uh, this place, and there are two gnomes sitting on a uh, or standing on the bar, and they're like um, arguing almost. Um, one has neon blue hair, and it's up in like a, a messy man bun, and he's arguing um, with someone who looks quite identical to him, and she has she's wearing a dress. And she has neon blue hair and pigtails. Um, and, and they're um, arguing as you guys walk in. Is there, like, the potions on display? Oh, for sure. They have a couple uh, potions on display. He steals would I be able? Yeah, can I, would <laughs> I be able to recognize one as a healing potion? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're labeled. Like, they're, like, or, like, some of the potions are labeled, right? Mm. There's definitely a potion of healing. It's labeled potion of healing. Uh, can I attempt a sleight of hand on one of those potions? You can do whatever you want, brother. I'm gonna try. You can do whatever you like. You can have whatever. How does it work? Because I had one really good roll off the bat. Okay. 
It's a nat 20. Make that two rolls. Uh, yeah, I like to thank you. Yeah, you pocket one of the potions of healings. Yes. And they didn't roll high enough to negate a nat 20. I mean, they beat it. They didn't roll high enough to break it. Um, so yeah, you do that. And as you do that, um, they, uh, one, the, the female says to the other, would you just be quiet? We have customers. And he like, uh, like shakes his hands off. He goes, welcome. Welcome to two gnomes, one flask. What can I do for you? Uh, my Lord, no, uh, we are in uh, my Lord. Uh, oh, like the cut of your jib boy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everyone does. Uh, we are looking for some uh, potions of, uh, of uh, healing nature. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got those. And he looks over to the shelf and he goes, I, I thought we had more. And um, he looks to his sister and says, uh, or looks to the other gnome. I guess you now know it's his sister. And says, um, <clears throat> hey, Sally, you're supposed to stack the shelf completely. And she looks like him and says, I did stack the shelf completely. Ah, oh, yes, we have potions. We have less than I thought. But, you know, I don't make those potions. Yes, we have them. Oh, well, how, how much? Uh, well, you know, typically they're 50 gold. <sighs> well. 50 gold? He looks at you and goes, 50 gold! Where was the flask? He says, uh... <clears throat> the titular one for... Yes. Uh, and he points to uh, a, uh, a bottle of black purple ichor. And he says, uh, well, that's the flask. I was, I was curious why the name was named that. I don't... But now I know. So my yes. curiosity has been piqued. G- great. Great. Uh... Yes, so it, like I said, 50 gold for a potion of healing. And um, as you're like talking, um, Henry like kind of pokes him and goes, Henry! What are you doing here, friend? Uh, Sal, his bandits took Teresa. I just want to point out that Henry has not like gathered his, his wits about him yet. <laughs> He's still like, oh, He's super man. just like stressed out the whole time. Well, <laughs> you know, there's wife, a combination of his wife his missing. And you constantly calling him Henry, which I'm shocked by the fact that you don't call him father since he, uh, yeah, in any way, shape or form. That's fine. Backstory. Don't ruin it. I'm not. I'm just, like I said, (laughs) I stopped myself. Um, all that to say. Um, so he says, listen, Sal, we've got to get going. And these guys, they're going to help. Is there any way you can cut a deal on those potions this time? And Sal goes, well, Henry, and Sally, like, puts her hand over his mouth. Of course we can, Henry. We can sell them for ten gold a pop. There's two left. And, like, them, boys. while, while um, that's happening, uh, you can see that Sal's like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my dear boy, don't you with your mouth full. Uh, don't you with your mouth full. There you go. Here's, t- here's, here's ten gold, and I'll just grab one of these off the shelf. Okay, you do that. Uh, Devin, do you have enough to buy another one? Or you buy one? Sorry. You had 15, uh, you gave 5 away. Yeah, you should have 10. Exactly. I do have, yeah. Okay, cool. So you buy both of them. And uh, Sal says, hey, wait! And Sally, like, punches him in the gut and kind of says, 
Henry is a friend, Sal. Go, go. I understand, Henry. I'll deal with this idiot. And Henry thanks them both and promptly leaves. Uh, okay, cool. So um, you guys leave the town and um, let's start with marching orders. How would you like to set those up? Atlas is up front. Most all of the time. Literally, literally all the time. Uh, I'm cool back here. I'll be in the rear. Okay. Yeah, I'll go in the middle. Like as we agreed to go upon this journey. Okay. Uh, well, I think Henry walks next to Atlas. Um, so it's two one one. Um, and he leads you guys um out the southern gate of town. Uh, you know, you walk through the plains from the the. So let let me explain the towns a little bit. Um. <clears throat> As you're leaving the southern gate of the town, you see two towers uh, on the east and the west, and there's a giant uh, <clears throat> uh, 15-foot wall that's kind of, you can see stretches for, uh, further than bends, and you could tell that the, the, the town is actually walled off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that it's um, the sea, the coastal line, and then a wall denoting its perimeter um, for safety. It's actually a, a, a a walled-in town, right? Um, uh, so, you guys walk through the plains from the walls to the woods, and after, uh, you know, an hour or two, you finally hit that tree line. Um, and Henry says, as he's getting closer, it won't, it's not much farther now. And he says, uh, <clears throat> Atlas, how have you been? Well, things are just than normal. I, I, after battle school, you know, just waiting for a war to break out and for my skills to be used. But otherwise, I just I'd work for uh for, for Yarg and pay my bills and make my deliveries. Uh, yeah, are you, are you getting better at making weapons or did you kind of, you know, follow in the old man's footsteps? No, no, I, I, I can literally make anything just as hey, you, you need it. I can make it done. Custom, original, just, I can if you have a sword that you have from your great great grandfather, you know, you taught me how to remake weapons and, and, and uh, restructure them. So I can do pretty much anything. Ah, good, good, good. Sounds like you're uh, keeping up with your studies. Regardless, going uh, <clears throat> off to uh, that battle place. Um, <clears throat> He's a loving father. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we never really discussed uh, much about his personality, so I'm taking. Leniency. Uh, li- uh, what is the word? Think of the he, dad from he Seventh Heaven. He just sounds Heaven. like a father trying to connect. The dad from just, Seventh Heaven, minus all the stuff that he did in real life. That was he's happy life. that you're happy, but he wishes that you were there. No, so I think I'm on point then. I don't, I don't believe that that Seventh Heaven dad would have wanted any of his children to go be in the military. Does that sure. mean you're Jessica Beale? Yes. I'm Matt, no, I'm Matt, the oldest kid. Yeah, just, the I, one that I, nobody I, liked for the longest time. Yeah, no, I feel you. Stupid long hair. <laughs> yep. Um, so after another, unless you guys want to like chat amongst yourself. Um, so lads, uh, tell me about yourselves. What brings you to, to Oxmo? Oh, uh, it's actually Oxbane. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Ox, Ox, Oxmo Mall. <laughs> so that's a place where, the place where we grew up. The Oxbane, what brings you to Oxbane? Oh, well, I, I actually work here at the uh, 
at the Golden Hammer with my with my boss Yog. I, I had owned it for a period of time myself, but uh, a few years back I went to uh, went to battle school and bail for it, and uh, got a great education in, in a lot of fighting techniques. Um, instead of just learning how to craft items, I learned how to use those items for protection or whatever may come, and it seems now that that has uh, been has proven itself extremely appropriate. Indeed, and, and you. Oh, well, I'm not looking for anything specifically from Oxbane. It could be found anywhere, but perchance it is found here, and it might be found here, so you'll find me here looking for the thing. Cryptic. <laughs> all right. It's not cryptic well. at all. It's very plain. I spelled it out very clear. Uh, I, I don't think you did. did. Debatable. Uh, oh, well, if you want to put it very simply, my relationship with my muse is a delicate one. At the best of times, it's delicate. And I feel it's my duty to protect, but I failed at, and I've offended her fragile nature, and now I must find her again. So she might be found at Oxbane, she might not be here at all, but there's a chance that she might be. So here I am. So uh, an artistic type. You might say that. More or less now. Less now. Not more now. More before, but less now for sure. I get it. I'm glad that you do. Uh, yeah, so you guys continue to uh, chat each other up, I think. Um, quite Wait, wait hold on. <laughs> like, what are you doing here, fancy pants? Ah, well, uh, I'm looking for uh, employment. Uh, it's like you've done a really good job so far. <laughs> you can... You could say that. Uh, not exactly the position I was looking for. I was looking for something with a little bit less um, hiking. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, a little bit less uh, risking my life and fighting bandits. But um, shy of that, uh, yeah, this this should be able to get me to the next uh, town over, which we all know is... We all know that the next town over, um, the closest one would be, fuck, that's small text on a monitor, um, Riverside. Which we all know is Riverside, and should this go well, and I don't have enough funds to get to Riverside, and hopefully find a, uh, a position that reflects uh, who I am and what I do. Well, that's a beautiful sentiment, and I can respect that. Okay, uh, so you guys continue walking, and Henry um, brings you upon a, uh, the spot, right? And you immediately see the smashed cart. Uh, the cart's on its side with two of its wheels in pieces. The, the marks of chaos thrown around the cart site. Uh, listen, I'm pretty sure I saw them use magic. Oh, that would have uh, been nice to know earlier, Henry. Well, magic. I had forgotten how they flipped the cart until we just got back here. What kind of uh, magic did they use? Uh, like, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a magic guy, but it, it was like a white light, and then next thing I knew, the cart was on its side, and they were gone. Mm. Which way did they go, Henry? Where did you see them run to? 
How did you get away? That's probably a good question. I, they just left you here the whole look, time. Like I tried to fight. I tried to fight, and they took. They took your mom, and they attacked me, but they just hit me really hard, and then left. I, I don't know why they would take her, and not me, and leave me. I don't. I don't know. Very strange indeed. Which way did they go? Can you can you point us in that direction? I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, it, when we, we reach the site of the attack, we may be able to discern some sort of crew or trail to follow, uh, and, and maybe uh, our way will become clear. Can I uh, use a perception to see if like there's like some grass that's matted down or something that uh, the woods are nearby, right? We're like in a tree line. Yeah, sure. Um, no, you can't do a perception check. Uh, we're going to use the very rarely but well-planned by the DM survival check uh, to look for a trail or tracks because that's what survival check is for, and it's mm-hmm. very fucking rarely used. All right. But today, episode one. Survival used. Only let time it, ever. Let it be would known. Like his, would you like us all, right. all to make that check now? Uh, no, Devin was the one who wanted to do it specifically, so... Well, I mean, every, everybody's just like super tan. Uh, it's a seven. Uh, no, you're good. Um, I made it super low. Um, it's a one. You literally no, not quite. Oh, story goes, no yeah, it was definitely a five. Uh, super, super mysticism behind the robe. Um, so yeah, you, you find tracks of medium-sized bandits uh, or medium-sized creatures. Uh, but they look like normal boot footsteps. Oh, no, these look like bandit boots. I can tell by the bandit tracks. <laughs> I can <laughs> smell the poverty are. coming off their boots. Oh, the, no, you can, tell by, you, can, you can tell by the scat. This is bandit <laughs> scat up and down. No two ways about it. Uh, okay. So, Henry says... I, I guess we follow them then. I say, Henry, I think it's best if you stay here. I'm not staying anywhere without your mom. You're doing it right now. No, I'm <laughs> pretty sure we're looking for as a, you know, you have such wonderful I didn't mean hair, that. So I, we're, we're all like, Timba's, Timba's all a little high right now. Just uh, He like pats you on the you shoulder would... and goes, you've never been good with words, son. I love you, Pops. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, let's do this. I say, I love you, Father. And from then on, I now call him Father that instead of Henry. It was that moment. It was that moment. <laughs> years and years day. of upbringing. Not, yeah, not no, amazing. Nothing. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, attack that trail. Follow that trail. Okay, cool. So you guys follow the tracks for an hour. Uh, sometimes you lose the tracks. Sometimes you have to uh, reorganize and uh, pick up the trail again. The bush, uh, you eventually find this brush that begins to thicken. Um, but the tracks lead through there. Uh, so y- you, Atlas, begin to, like, um, you-, you put your weapons in your back, <clears throat> I think, and you kind of, like, make your way through it. I use my axe to, to destroy the, the foliage there. You super can. Uh, roll me an attack roll, please. Oh, gosh. Uh, First battle. Let's see if I you beat the enemy. I believe in you. 
Yeah, so you uh you cut it up pretty good. Um and so you, you kinda like uh crocodile dundee going through the fucking woods machete style with your axe, cut through uh um about it's a lot, right? So you cut and then you make a hole and it's just deep. And you cut and you make a hole and um you do this for about fifty feet worth of brush. Um thick, thick uh uh ten foot brush. And when you cut through there, um you see an entrance to a cave. And uh the 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 footsteps begin to lead towards the cave and it's it's carved out of the the side of a smaller mound, right? Um so imagine like a cave wall being against a wall and being normal adventurer D D cave style. This is more like uh like a hill mound and you can already tell that the cave is kind of pointing downwards. Hmm. Alright, now if we're gonna go in there, uh it's important, Henry you're gonna you, you have to be in the field. I, I I don't know that that's the case and he like pulls his hammer free from his side. Uh, no, I I'm sure you're quite the good smasher. You look like a good smasherman. You're very strong, very hearty. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's going to be dark, and the way I see it, orc, elfy man, tiefling, Humi. Humi's no see so good in the dark, and as such, I don't want you tripping all over your big hammer there. If you could just pop on in the back. He, like, uh, begrudgingly walks to the back of the line. Can I walk up to him and, and, and give a little say-so? Yeah. Say, uh, father. Pause for effect. He, like, looks at you strangely. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never... Father, I would really appreciate if you would stay behind. If something happens in there now, I not only have to worry about mother, but I have to worry about you, too. And it throws a lot of things off of me. He looks at you, uh, deadpan, without any emotion in his face, and says, I'm not standing by while your mother's in danger. Can persuasion? Uh, you can super try. I'll try. That's not good. <laughs> Three and a half. <laughs> It's, it's a, a fat, one. big old fat one. He like, oh, okay, no, I don't go. No, 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 I no, just... perfect. He, uh, he kind of grabs you by the shoulder and he goes, you know, I thought you would understand what it's like to love your mom, but I guess you just don't get it. Well, that was hurtful. And I go back to the front. <laughs> you hurt my feelings, father. I'm not angry. I just just I, disappointed. I just, I just, one of Nudge Chris, I'm be like, look at the fucking passion and in his eyes. You don't see that in a story. You don't understand it till you see it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. It's, it's all very cats in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? I don't know that one. It's uh, a folk song from the land of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly coining as many, like, have you, have you heard uh, the sound the of silence? The silver ooh, scales. Ooh. Cow in the moon. Cow in the moon. A different version here. Uh, uh, okay, so you guys uh, enter the cave uh, with your predetermined marching orders. Um, uh, you immediately 
uh, you go down about 10 feet at a, a like a 45 degree slope and you find a bonfire uh, and the coals are still kind of smoking and uh, you can still feel the warmth in the air of a uh, reminiscence of a bonfire that you find stools uh, by the pit but nothing else and there's a path heading further down is there anything uh, of value in this initial room uh i mean like it depends does atlas value like uh campfire rocks uh a wooden stool um uh well as far as so logs with smithing like anything of like uh i mean like you mineral could go, value you could like I said there's Interior stones value. there's coal like no, no it, it, how, it, many, how many uh seats are there uh you see uh like six or seven stools like kind of like uh randomly scattered and one's actually knocked over i say Mm. we keep trucking yeah but we should try to do it quietly it seems like someone was here maybe heard us coming maybe because they attacked a bush but i don't know the bush didn't like scream out for help it's, it's yeah, it's it's the just animals in the woods. But you're also like chopping through thick bush, like and arguing with your father. Yeah, and arguing <laughs> with your father. <laughs> you you by no means are like approaching this stealth mode. The the bad guys are like daddy issues. Let's get out of here. And so they just left. Except for one guy because wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 no, no, not not the time, not the time. Dude, that's like a lot of baggage. I really don't want to be around that right now. Yeah, yeah. I've got my own things with my dad, and I don't need that to be brought back up. (laughs) We all have father issues. We can agree on that. Yeah, Uh, that's why we're in the bandit. (laughs) 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 My dad wanted me to be a doctor, but I said no. No, Dad, I don't want to be a tanner. I want to be a bandit. I want to steal stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we'll keep going. Uh, Okay, cool. You guys uh, okay. move down the continue to move down the path, and the decline that you've been walking begins to sharpen, and the warm air begins to become crisp around you, and you can taste uh, wet grass in the air as you make your way down the path, um, and kind of as you uh, as you go <laughs> go further down. Um, because this is a podcast and it's an audio experience, when I said wet grass, uh, Atlas and Kristoff began snickering heavily, which is where my stuttering came from. <laughs> you, you were doing, doing mimicking like, like you were tasting it. Like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> this is the things you've had to like say. Like you can't. Oh yeah. That's solid. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be. Yeah, good but podcast. like half. The- that is yeah. good podcasting. That's like part of if your character actually does that. Going, yeah, yeah. So I, I did that. No, I, I did like, that. Okay. I don't know if I like it, but it, like the smell is good, but the taste is not. So it's, okay. it's very Why is there so much wet grass in the air? Why is it permeating everything? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, as you go further down, you actually the where it's been pretty much pitch black. You kind of see uh, light begin to fill the path as you uh, slowly make your way down this path and you see uh the room start opening up and um you guys have been trying to be stealthy would you like to roll stealth checks as you yes do? okay i would we all have love to roll a stealth you check. guys go ahead yeah or pass okay uh it's not great but it's 13 plus 18 uh, Atlas got a five. 
<laughs> and uh, Shane did not roll I, it, so. I, I will roll it. I'm doing it. It's a fucking one. I did a one. did it real bad. Okay. If you want to, maybe um, do it. I'll roll Henry, too, for giggles. Oh, Henry's the stealthiest of the motherfucking bunch. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, Shinobi. Okay, so you guys, um, you guys are, like, making your way to the cave. And you're Every time he says making my way, it goes to my head and it yeah. kills me. You guys are yeah, uh, traveling through this uh, corridor, this cavernous corridor, and you like get to the edge of it. And I think I think the way that rolls out is Atlas uh, like puts up a hand right to like stop, and um, yeah, a fist. Okay, fine, a fist, and. Uh, Rowan like stops like but like puts his hands on Atlas like whoa didn't see that coming and Chris just barrels into you just like hey what's everybody and just kind of like makes a commotion um, and we're gonna see how badly that goes not great um, so you hear you hear the uh, some like commotion come from that room. I was not expecting this to happen. Um, and the three men like there's like three rogue figures like rushing your direction. Um, roll initiative. I suppose that's enough for one night. Next time I'll tell you. If they save Atlas's mother or not. If they make it out alive. And if they become the adventurers they so desperately want to be. Hey guys, it's Dwayne, your dastardly DM. I wanted to say thanks for listening. This is very much a passion project for myself and the three players. And while it may start off pretty rough, both uh, technically and narratively, we're going to get better. We're very committed to making this a uh, passion for us and something we do on the side. Uh, It's not about money or anything like that. We just love playing Dungeons and Dragons or tabletop games in general and we just really wanted to put out some good content so I wanted to say thanks again for listening and you know I wanted to shamefully plug all of our shit at the end of the episode if this isn't your bag please skip ahead or please just close out Um, but you know I would want you to go to Instagram and follow us we are lawful stupid one word if you want to follow us on Twitter or tweet at us and kind of let us know what you thought, it's stupid lawful. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys.